0: Praise the Lord. This is Dr. Ruth. So let us continue with the teaching. And we pick it up here in chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. So the gist of this chapter here is that we will learn about the Magi. Or today we would call them the astronomers who visited the Lord Jesus after his birth. We will learn about uh, how Joseph and Mary following the instructions of the Lord, escape to Egypt to uh, protect the child from being killed. And this chapter is packed with a lot of prophecies, a lot of historical figures who played a crucial role surrounding the birth of Jesus Christ into this world. So before I even get into the chapters here, let's go over some significant background information to just lay the groundwork here. Um, like I mentioned earlier, the Magi are considered today to be astronomers. These were highly sophisticated scholars who had studied the stars and they could uh, procrastinate or predict future events. And, and we will come in contact with uh, the city of uh, uh, Bethlehem. And Bethlehem, in Hebrew means two separate words combined into one. Beth means the house. And the Hebrew word lehem means of bread. So you would say or you can say Bethlehem means the house of bread. And isn't this amazing that we are told, especially in the Gospel of John, Jesus Christ is the bread of life. Okay. So we would encounter him. The city of Bethlehem, which was the uh, birthplace of uh, Jesus Christ, and we would also learn that this had been prophesied in in Micah five uh, and also with some background information. By the time the Lord Jesus was birthed into this world, the Roman or Romans were really <laughs> ruling the Israelites, and the. Roman Empire had divided the nation of Israel, if you will, or Israel had been divided into four political districts and other several lesser territories. Let's go over this quickly. Judah was to the south, and Samaria was in the middle, and Galilee was in the north, and Edomia was in the south east and uh, bethlehem was in judah and like i said earlier it had been prophesied that that would be the birthplace of the messiah and jerusalem was also in the district of judah and bethlehem was in the district of judah and these locations these four districts were under herod the king okay he was a king of all of the four political districts I have just described. He was appointed by the Roman Senate approximately 37 B.C., and Bible scholars teach that he died of an incurable disease around 4 B.C. I am referring to King Herod here. And uh, King Herod was known as a wicked, ruthless king who killed about two of His sons and even his own wife just to protect his throne as the king over those four political districts uh, right there. So when the Lord Jesus was birthed into this world, he came into a very uh, volatile situation where the Jews were under the Roman Empire oppression. And there was significant slavery and oppression and injustice taking place that the Jews were suffering from. Really um, significant, extensive, overpriced tax laws were placed by the Romans to the Jews. And this was the environment that the Lord Jesus was birthed into, where the Jews were just frustrated by the Roman dominion. They were just looking forward to the Messiah, someone who would just deliver them from that Roman oppression and just take over and establish a kingdom where the Jews would reign. So that is the background. So keep that in mind. So we continue here. Let's pick it up here in Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah, during the time of King Herod, Magia from the East came to Jerusalem and asked, "Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come, and we have come to worship him. So we see how this magia, like I said, astronomers following the stars, they came to worship Jesus Christ right away. There's a principle here we see how at his birth, the Lord Jesus was worshipped as king. Keep it in perspective. The Jews were instructed during the Old Testament law not to worship anyone, even angels. So for people to worship the Lord Jesus at his birth, already pointing to the fact that he was and is indeed king of kings and lord of lords deserving to be worshipped. Okay, moving on here to, um, before I even go to verse 3, already the first two uh, verses there that uh, said Jesus was born in uh, Bethlehem in Judah, that already fulfilled the prophecy in the book of Micaiah uh, chapter 5 verse 2, that said the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. So there we go, prophecy already being fulfilled here by uh, uh, the birth of uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello friends, this is Dr. Ruth here. Thank you for joining me today. I would like to share with you our ministry offer that is available to you as a donation to this ministry throughout my teachings out of the Gospels. So, I have two resources that I know will bless you tremendously because these two books have blessed hundreds of people so the two books all have to do with the ministry of jesus christ so the first one is titled who is the real jesus and the second one is titled are you moving forward with jesus so for a ministry donation of 50 dollars or more this includes shipping and handling if you live here in the usa we will mail these two books to you today okay it will provide Added clarity, added teaching about the Gospels, the ministry of Jesus, the work of Christ. These are phenomenal resources that would add into the teaching here I'm doing in the Gospels and, and help you to really have a deeper revelation and walk with the Lord. So again... This comes to us as a donation and we thank you in advance for considering that. Again, the books are Who is the Real Jesus? And the other one is Are You Moving Forward with Jesus for a ministry donation of $50 or more if you live in the USA? But if you cannot afford both books and you just want one, it's okay too. We thank you for your donation. So, Who is the Real Jesus? For a donation of $25 or more, including shipping and handling. And then the other book, Are You Moving Forward with Jesus, would be $35, including shipping and handling. We will mail these books to you today. The advantage of getting both books is that you would save $10. Okay? So, again, this ministry offer is only available for those who live within the USA because we cannot ship overseas. But if you live overseas and you're listening to me, you can get these books from Amazon. So here is how you can donate through us directly to get this book as a ministry offer. Our safe and secure website is drruthtanyi.org donate. Again, drruthtanyi.org donate. And then, uh, if you live in the USA, we also receive donations through Zelle. And here's the telephone number for Zelle: nine zero nine five zero one nine zero three one. Again, nine zero nine five zero one nine zero three one. And then we also accept donations through Cash App. And the name there is the dollar sign, Dr. Ruth Tanya. Or if you just want to bless us with a one-time donation to help us produce more teachings like this and pay for studio time, we thank you abundantly uh, from the bottom of our hearts. And God says thank you. And God is so faithful that he will bless you back abundantly, exceedingly. So I want to thank you in advance for purchasing these additional ministry resources to help you to gain a better revelation of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Again, we thank you. Here is the teaching. We continue here in uh, verse uh, 3. When King Herod, remember, we talked about King Harold, wicked, ruthless man, who was the king over the four districts there. When he heard that he was disturbed, when he heard that Jesus Christ was born, he was disturbed. And all Jerusalem with him. Why was uh, King Herod disturbed? Remember, wicked and ruthless king? He was reigning over the four political districts of Israel there. Judah was to the south. Samaria in the middle. Galilee in the north. And Indomia to the southeast. He was threatened. And remember, he had killed his sons and even his own wife to protect his throne. So the birth of Jesus threatened him. He was afraid that Jesus Christ would overtake his physical kingdom. This was pretty sad. Obviously, he really represented a type and shadow of Satan. And he was in the dark because Jesus Christ never wanted to overtake his physical kingdom or anybody's physical kingdom, obviously. Like mentioned earlier, he came. To deliver us from the bondages of sin and to give us a new heart and a new life. But we see King Herod here in order to protect his physical kingdom. He thought that Jesus Christ was going to take over because he was supposed to be the king of Jews. And and King Herod got threatened. Just like today, many people are threatened by Jesus Christ. Many people who reject Jesus Christ are threatened that Jesus Christ will come into their lives And just rule and dominate them. But that is not the purpose of Jesus Christ. He wants to come to your life to give you a new life. To show you a new way to live peacefully. To show you a new way to live and to glorify God. Jesus does not want to take over your your throne. He just wants to give you a new heart. He wants to give you true life. Okay, he came to give us life abundantly, exceedingly in this dark world. Verse 4, when he had called together, this is King Herod, he called together all the people's chief priests and the teachers of the law. He asked them where the Messiah was to be born. So King Herod got threatened. He called together the lawyers of the law, the Jews who who were practitioners of the Mosaic law to inquire. If indeed the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem, in verse 5, in Bethlehem in Judah, they replied. So the teachers of the law confirmed that correct, the Messiah was to be born in Bethlehem in Judah. For this is what the prophet has written. I've, I had already explained that this was fulfilling Old Testament prophecy, Marki five two or Mekai, however way you want to say it, M as Mary, I-C-A-H. And it reads, this is verse 6, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, and by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. So we see here how the teachers of the law are confirming to King Herod, Affirming prophecies that, yes, the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. Verse 7. herald called the the Magia, Magia, I hope I'm saying that correctly, Magia, secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He was so threatened. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. In verse 8. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. That was a lie. He wanted to kill the child, so he lied. He sent the astronomers on a secret mission so they can reveal to him where uh, Jesus was so he would kill the child. Verse 9, after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. This is verse 10. So we see how the star was leading and guiding them to where the Lord Jesus was. Verse 10, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. They rejoiced. Verse 11, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Let's go back to verse 11. Again, they bowed down and worshipped him. Jesus Christ was worshipped as God at his birth, I had already explained that. I want to really bring this to your your attention here in verse 10. Many Bible scholars say that, I know that the Gospel of Luke and many people, uh, many Bible students say that uh, that Jesus was a little child in a manger, but many Bible scholars uh, are saying that, Jesus was approximately slightly over one year old here. Okay, somewhere between one to two years old when these astronomers following the stars met him and his mother married and when they bowed down and worshipped him. So he was about one to two years old. And going here to the gift that they brought to uh, the Lord uh, Jesus as a child and his mother... These Bible scholars also say that these gifts have significance to the life and ministry of uh, Jesus Christ. Let's uh, go over what this uh, stands uh, for. The gold here represents royalty. The Lord Jesus Christ is royal. Okay? And frankincense here really was one of the oils or the main oil used to anoint the priest. We talked about this in the Old Testament. So frankincense is likened to deity. Uh, Jesus Christ as our high priest. Okay, it is uh, pointing to his deity or his nature as God. And then we have mirth. And mirth here represents a type of spice that is used... uh, for dead bodies to preserve uh, dead bodies. So, this really is signaling uh, uh, Jesus' death, how his body would be anointed. And some scholars also say that the gifts of gold, uh, frankincense, and myrrh, uh, the money was also used by uh, Joseph and Mary to provide transportation on their trip to Egypt and back. But the Bible doesn't tell us that, but that is what some Bible scholars are saying. Okay, so it's amazing how a lot of circumstances surrounding the birth of Jesus really relate to his ministry and, and his resurrection. Moving on here to verse 12, we are still here in Matthew uh, chapter 2, verse 12. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So verse 12 is saying that these uh, magia or astronomers had been warned in a dream by the Lord not to go back to report to Herod that they had found Jesus Christ. So they obeyed the Lord and they took a different route back to their country. We see the sovereignty of God. We see God protecting the Lord Jesus Christ. We see God winning Satan already. Remember, King Herod is a type of Satan in the Bible and in this gospel. So we see Satan and God here. And we see God winning every step. Our God, boy, is awesome. He protects his will. Just like today, he is protecting us from the hands of the evil one. He is rerouting us to keep us away from the traps of Satan, if we would obey. We see this this magia or astronomers obeying the Lord and as such, offering protection to the Lord Jesus. Glory to God.
1: As you have been blessed, can you bless us back? with a financial donation so we can produce more teachings and bless others in return? This program is solely sponsored by the financial donations from friends and listeners like you. We need your financial support in order to reach more people with Dr. Ruth's simple but profound life-changing messages. To make a one-time donation, visit our website, drruthtonyi.org. That's D-R. R-U-T-H-T-A-N-Y-I dot Look for the donation button and donate right there. It is a very secure, simple, and easy process. Or, for more of an impact, would you prayerfully consider becoming a Christ-centered monthly partner with us? While on our website, you will find all of the information about becoming a Christ-centered partner. As a monthly partner, your regular prayers and financial support will enable us to produce more Bible teachings in order to reach more people and transform their lives with God's Word. For those of you who prefer regular mail, you can send your donation to us. Here's the address. Dr. Ruth Tanyi Ministries, P.O. Box 1806, Loma Linda, California, Nine two three five four. You can also email us with your questions about becoming a partner. Here's the email address, info at drruthtani.org That's I-N-F-O at D-R-R-U-T-H T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G Or, you can always call us at 909-383 7978 Dr. Ruth Tanya Ministries is a federal government-approved 501c corporation, which means that all your donations are 100% tax-deductible as allowed by the law. We thank you in advance for your kind donation and prayers. We pray for God's love and presence to anchor your soul today in Christ Jesus. I am Chris Oram. Stay blessed and goodbye for now.